Hey Skyfarers and welcome to Aethercast, the Caledon Overlord podcast. I'm Lee, the Arcanet Admiral. Uh, joining me today is uh, Alex Cron. Hey. And, um, uh, oh sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, no, no, that's all right. Okay, and we have a special guest, uh, Alex Fibdo, um, also known as Adeptus Dysis. Um exactly here to talk about KO and the new book. Exactly. New tactics, new lists, new everything. Awesome. Uh, okay. Uh, so before we, we get stuck in, uh, just a couple of little bits of news just to breeze through. Uh, we had the FAQ, which is uh, fairly helpful. What do you guys think? Yeah. Of Lacking. Lacking. <laughs> Yeah, I think there are a few oh. things that I expected to be FAQ that were not. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll, you know, I have to interpret a, a few more weeks or months before we get a new FAQ, I guess. Yeah. Well, it clarifies a lot of our garrison questions. Yeah, that's true, though. You can retreat um, from combat uh, without counting as a retreat, so you, you're always flying high. Um, mm-hmm. You can, um, if the boat runs, the people inside can still shoot. If the boat charges, the people inside aren't charging. Um, so they would also, still get cover if you're attacked. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, lookout uh, works, doesn't it? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, I think 90% of the questions had, had the same answer. Um, yeah. And if they didn't, they had uh, the other answer, which is basically one of the answers was you always just measure and check visibility to the ship. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So um, that means you when a when a unit inside the ship um, shoots a unit in a forest, they can see them. Yes. Oh, All right. So. Yeah. Because yeah, you check visibility from the ship. So. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Um, and then the other one was kind of a basic. Uh, I can't remember exactly the word. It was like a. I might as well read it because it's only a short one. The other, all the most of the others got a sort of thing that says no. If an ability modifies a rule, any restrictions that apply to the rule apply, uh, unless specifically noted otherwise. Um, which uh, they asked that for most things. <laughs> which is basically, you you can't be cheeky and try and use <laughs> use things to to do other things that you're not meant to. Yeah. And they, they kind of clarified, even though I don't think it needed clarifying, uh, how uh, Spilling the Bottle works. And uh, I think the collector uh, trait for the chemist also works. But yeah. I, I thought these two were pretty clear to begin with. Yeah, well, they're, but, they're just one of those ones where people could try and rules lawyer it a bit. Yeah. Because uh, it, I mean, it, it doesn't say Caledron Overlord's hero. So I'm like, well, you know, does that mean you can no. give allies and stuff? But I mean, it was fairly obvious how it's meant to work anyway. Yeah, I, I thought the two biggest omissions were um, about the Zilfin uh, special move that you make in the hero yeah. phase. I, I thought that the two things that needed clarifying about that move, and that's because I use it in all every game. So uh, yeah. first of all, can you fly high? I mean, I think it's a given that you can, but it's not you know, clarified 100% per se. clear, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but 
still, you know. And, and the, the, the second thing, which is a bit more blurry to me, is if you do, you use that special move um, on a ship, can wardens or riggers hitchhike that same ship when yeah. you do that move? Can you? Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's not. So, and in fact, that would allow you to make a move with more than one unit. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, I, I still think you can do it, mm. but uh, it's not 100% clear. Yeah, so I would I have like, you can. You know, yeah. um, I, I think so. It's, I mean, it's probably best to, at the moment, we still need to check with the TO of whatever event we're going to. I agree. Yeah, I for agree. that one. I mean, it's the, not, it's thing, not the bit that makes it unclear is actually, prob ironically, the thing that's probably trying to make it clearer. Mm. Because it's a bit in brackets at the end. Yeah, um, yeah I can look it up. I have a go in my book right there. Because it says um, instead of making a normal move, yeah, uh, which implies you you kind of need a normal move to be able to do it, but then exactly there's in brackets it says as, as long, long as has not already made a normal move in the same phase. Yeah, so it that that's why to me uh, it, it looks like you can do it because mm -hmm. obviously the 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 hitcher unit hasn't made a move in the same phase. Yeah. So to me, you know, they you know they put it in uh, in parentheses, so I think you can do it, but. You know, that's that's how I played right now, and as a TO, that's how I would, I would rule it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I, th I think, think AOS coach, coach, uh, was saying was 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 saying that this that that's how they were they were running it. Um, yeah. That's how you would run it at tournaments too. Mm -hmm. So I I think we we can assume that that's that that's how it's going to be run at tournaments, but it's always better to ask first. Was that how they played at KenCon, by the way? Do you know? Um, I don't know because I didn't actually run Zilfin. Yeah, you play Urbaz, right? I like my Urbaz. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, rightfully so. Yeah. Um, I guess the only other thing from the FAQ was uh, Battalion Gate. Battalion um, Gate? Yeah. Are you, are you not aware of that? <coughs> no, I'm not. Was it the uh, body, uh, I, go ahead, go ahead. So there's one of the questions, uh, which I assume is meant to be asking if you can do what you used to be able to do with boats and deploy units at the same time. Um, oh, okay. So it says, when I set up a sky vessel before the battle begins, can I set up units in its garrison at the same time? And it says oh. no. However, after you set up the sky vessel, you can add units to its garrison when they're set up if the sky vessel is wholly within your territory. Yeah. So it, the the thing there is, I think the question is meant to be, you know, can I do what I used to be able to do with boats and just you know deploy loads of stuff at the same time? Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, it also rules as the way it's written basically means that you can't deploy units inside the boat if they're both in the same battalion using in one drop yeah. because the way a battalion works you deploy all the units at the same time and it says no you can't garrison them if you deploy them at the same time you have to put the ship down first yeah exactly so if you have a battalion it's if you want the, the stuff in your units in the boat it's two drops basically yeah i'm just reading the the FQ part right there i, I think that 
the way it's meant to be read is that you know once you you put if you want to put a unit as a garrison the boat has to be on the table when you when you drop your your battalion for example your uh, your escort wing or your uh, sky command whatever well if you put down your frigate first or your ironclad then it's on the table even though it's the same drop you still mm -hmm. have to your choice of which unit you put down first even yeah. though it's the same drop but it's it's on the table and then you just well i'm going to put my thunderers in my frigate or in my ironclad yeah. you know it, even though it's that it's it's dropped at the same time you still have to put your boat down first mm. that's the way we yeah. see it i uh, i definitely say if if, if you're plop playing a battalion you can you can put your dwarves out of your boat uh, you can put your dwarves in your in your boat if you wanted to yeah i think totally. unfortunately because the way they've worded the faq i think that is something you're gonna possibly need to double check with tos just to be sure yeah um but apparently on the rumor mill i have heard that games workshop are aware of this and mm. there is something forthcoming um Either, I don't know um, what that's going to be, whether that's going to be another FAQ or uh, some sort of article or something, but apparently I mean, something I, is coming soon to clarify that a bit more. I mean, I, I think one of, like, one of the most important parts of the FAQ is that they didn't say we can't take hell cannons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Why would you? So, uh, <laughs> Um, well, do, do you need to have like all your models from the same Green Alliance in match play? Is there like a the, rule or something? There is in the core book, but the okay. battle tome overrides the core book in in oh, yeah. battle tomes override core books, so it works. Okay. And I'm going to die on this hill <laughs> and <just> mention it <laughs> as often as I can before it goes away. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, so there's no other. Oh, the only other news is, um, because I think we covered the, FA, the FAQ really, is yeah, that pretty much. we're running a little bit of competition in the Facebook group. Uh, so if you painted up your new Endrum Master with a dirigible suit, uh, if you found the post uh, about the competition and post a picture, and if we select a winner, um, at the end, um, yeah, and whoever wins gets the picture. Of their Ender Master as the group cover photo for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, it's not the best prize in the world, but it's bragging rights, I guess. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> for sure, will so, be. Yeah. Uh, You've got until next week, I think I set the date out for, for uh, to enter. So, yeah. If you painted your guy up, post a pick. And if you haven't, it's the perfect reason to, to get him painted quicker. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. So let, let's get cracking on, on the main subject matter then. Uh, start with a, something nice and easy. And just generally, how do you feel about the new book, uh, Alex? Are you, are you happy with it? Uh, I'm ecstatic, actually. Uh, I think the new book opens up a lot of possibilities. A lot of new tricks. We we lost a few tricks though uh, from the old book. We gained a few more. Uh, I think that pretty much every war scroll has its use. Um, I think that there's more than one truly competitive skyport. Uh, 
out there, which is a nice change. Uh, I, I really thought that the only really competitive one was Zilfin, I, even though Mornar uh, was played a lot, but I think Zilfin was more uh, versatile about that. And uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm thrilled. I mean, good, good battalions, good artifacts, uh, good command traits, uh, new strategies. I mean, that's just awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah. You're definitely right about the skyports there, because mm -hmm. just looking through stuff now, I, I keep switching between different skyports when I'm writing lists and think, trying out different things. Um, there are there's still a, probably a couple of misses if we're really competitive play. Oh, there's um, Zon is Zon, Zon is uh, in about the same position as it was in the last book, which is just. Just why? <laughs> well, uh, I think Zahn's problem is that our army is not built around close combat. And no. I, I think the our worst unit still is, or still are, the, the Sky Wardens. Uh, and, you know, Zahn is built around that unit. So that's, yeah, that's kind of meh. But out of the six Skyports, I would think that three are legit options in competitive play. At least three, you know. I Definitely. think I think Urbaz, Zilfin, and uh, Thring are legit choices now. Oh, Thring! Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I really think it's 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 got its usage. I, I really do. Uh, I've tried I'm... it a few times. Uh, I wouldn't put it on, on the same footing as Zilfin or Urbaz, but I still think that Thring uh, can have some play with it. I really like Nar actually, just for the. Um... Uh, the Thunderers, Thunderer battle yeah. line. Well, I, I think all three Skyports that give you more battle line options uh, are, I, I think, are great. Because Nar, you get Thunderers, uh, Urbaz get Gunholders, and Zelfin get Frigates. Uh, the only thing I don't like with uh, Barak Nar, I just, I hate its uh, mandatory artifact. Mm. I think it's, its rules, its command trait, and I think it's the amendment are, are kind of redundant. Uh, that's I don't know like that much. I think that you will, the more characters you have, the best it is in NAR. And I don't think you want to have more than three, maybe more than two characters. So uh, those those benefits are kind of lost to me. It's it's great to have more unbind, to have more uh, more power to your unbinds, but I I still don't think that it's on the same level. As Zilfin or Urbaz, or even Thring, that doesn't matter. Hmm. I think Zilfin and Urbaz are definitely the two most powerful uh, skyports we have. Like I agree. That, that's that, that that's the the top level. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the These thing are... with. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say that the thing with Thring is, and the re is, it kind of pushes you down this route where you. In my opinion, you don't end up playing KO. Mm. You end up playing more like a, a mixed sort of Duarden list, which, if you want to do that, that's fine. Um, that's great. Um, you can either do that in Fring, or you can go do it in Tempest Eye, um, whichever one, which, you know, which rules sort of suit the thing you want to do best. Um, but if you, yeah, it doesn't, I think the, the main sort of, thing from it is the fact that you can include other units uh, and that's one thing that the FAQ didn't clear up actually is 
how they actually fit into your army because they don't get gain the caradron overlords keyword no nope. so whether they still actually are um, allies is well <clears throat> a weird one I, oh. I, I don't think they count as allies though because they do gain the barrack terrain keyword hmm. and if they gain that keyword they're part of your skyport and so i would think would not count as allies Mm. Yeah, because I don't think they, they take up ally points. I don't think so. Well, the, the intention um, is obviously they're not meant to. It's just, I don't know. It's a bit strange the way they did it. Right. Because yeah. your, your actual allegiance is Cowardron Overlords. It's not Barrack Fring. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, it's, it's a case of Roberts just right. I, I think it was intended as, you know, it's it's not allies. Mm -hmm. The, because you know, to be honest, uh, I think it was really meant. If you take a look at Thring's abilities, like the incredibly stubborn one, it's Skyfair. So your yeah. allies or you know any units you're going to use will not get that ability. Um, the article you will get access to that the, because it's only for Black Thring. Same thing as a footnote. So, and these this is the one that uh, you get to reroll uh, once to hit against three units and uh you get an extra shot at i think extra attacks for six so i i think the way it was meant to be played is that it's you know it, it's not part of your allies allowance you can yeah. use whatever you want as long as it's one in, one in four i think yeah every fourth unit can be uh a dispossess or fire slayer or a hell cannon yeah. <laughs> so, obviously yeah i think so it just a little errata just to say and these these units do not count towards your allegiance or something and then it's yeah then once it's written it works how it's obviously intended to work really yeah that's why our, our faq was like was lacking because yeah. you know it was just only a few things to clarify nothing much i we we all assume that you know that's how we play but you know it would have been nice just to make sure yeah. you know like this yeah that's how it works thank you very much yeah. i don't know yeah, so, I think Thring can have a lot of play. What yeah. what combos do you think will, will, would uh, work really well with, with Thring? Like, re real allies you can use with that? Uh, the things I tried, because I do have like a huge dispossessed army. I, I, I'm a, a, a an old uh, fantasy player. I, I, I had a, a huge dwarf army back in the days. Um, so I used those models instead. I played Siege of the Sigmars as well. Um, I think gyrocopters can plug a nice hole in our armies yeah. and I think combined with uh, the uh, Chronicle of Grudges uh, article I think it's it's pretty good I mean you pick you play against Skaven with a huge uh, Plague Monks unit you play against uh, a huge horde of Chaos Marauders uh, you play against a horde of, of goblins these are all you know common sight in tournaments uh, these are all oh, great unit that we we struggle to, to remove because there are it's a lot of models we do have rand but we don't have a lot of shots a lot of units that can remove those those big blocks so gyrocopters to me they, they fill that role perfectly and to be able to roll your ones to hit because they gain the barrack string keyword uh against those units that are grudged i think that's that's pretty interesting and that's something that we lack. I've seen players 
use uh, blocks of Earthguard Berserker, which is also a nice thing. I, I think so, but it, 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 it lacks movement. Yeah. Um, oh, but so, that's where you can take a Rune Smiter to mm -hmm. actually teleport these guys. That's true, but still, you have to pay for that hero. You would probably pay for a hero anyway, but I, I think I'd prefer like a Battlesmith for those extra roll saves that they get to roll once to start to save, I think. So, yeah, it's it's something to, to think. Uh, a block of 20 is 400 points, if I'm not mistaken. 20 yeah. other berserkers. Yeah. So that's like a 500-something point investment, which is, you know, decent as well. I, I think it's good. But it's still, you have to pop them up, then it's a, it's a 9 to roll. It's not that easy to make. And then uh, against more mobile army, you can just go around that unit, um, especially with KO and with fly high. I mean, yeah, you're going to get a chance to make that charge. If you do, well, that's great. If you don't, well, that unit is pretty much useless. But yeah. that's me. I mean, it, it kind of comes down to your, your play style with those sort of things. I could see them exactly. maybe working if you sort of just dump them in the center of the board at the beginning. And then while your yeah. ships are going around the going around the, the fringes, picking mm -hmm. things off, because we we struggle one of the, like you, you mentioned how we struggle with dealing with those really big units, but then yep. we also struggle with just having bodies ourselves, um, yep. holding points, um, and I know you had problems, Cron, uh, as well with how you can sort of go move around the board, killing things, but then you're you're not taking objectives so much if you if you don't keep your mm -hmm. eye on that. So not really, yeah. Yeah. So there's a yeah, there, there's a potential way to use them, but yeah, there is a lot of points because we don't have we don't have a lot of points just for free, do we? No. When you, when you, they soon disappear, especially if you put an ironclad in the list. Yeah, and and that's why I made like the the hard decision to not use an ironclad in my list uh, because I yeah I, I know I know Kron is is sold on the ironclad. <laughs> And, uh, and I, I, I totally agree, but uh, I just think that it's such a huge point thing because if you have the ironclad, you want to have the thunderers in it, the characters in it. So it's you know it, the points really you know start to stack up on that one big model. So now it's it's more complicated to gain objectives. But again, that's my play style. I like I'm more of like a of a MSU type player. Uh, based on movement, on on quick redeployment, so to me, an ironclad is it's a bit too expensive for me. Mm -hmm. um, so, could we we kind of cover the skyports uh, really? Then we've seen. I'm guessing you're uh, saying that Mornar uh, as one of things you're not really looking at so much. Uh, but in terms of units, uh, when you look through the book, were there anything that you thought of oh, these are must take units and these are ones well, that just, are not so strong just, in that thing. Just before we get to that, I just want to have a quick debate with Kron there because he plays Urbaz, I play Zilthan. Yeah. I just don't know. I, I just want to know, you know, why do you play Urbaz? You know, why why do you rate Urbaz above Zilthan, for example? Uh so uh, Zilthan's the the quick aggressive one. Urbaz lets you be more cautious, basically. Uh, lets you play the long game a little. Um, it gives you more of these. Um, it, it gives you more uh, ether gold, and it means mm -hmm. you'll have enough ether gold basically to 
get a reroll to wound or to save every single turn for about four turns. Yeah. Um, so you can just um, tell. Basically, you can teleport. Uh, I, I think it works really well with one big Death Star. Um, Twenty thunders in an ironclad. You teleport them um, where you need to on your opponent's flank, and then you just slowly. Well, it's not really slowly, but you chip away at them bit by bit, um, and basically uh, melt their entire army over the course of two or three turns, and then mm -hmm. just hit objectives for the last couple turns, and just win like that. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Um, I can see that. I know, yeah, so you're Zilfin, you'd be um, in their face, turn one with everything, just try to take them, like, neuter them before they can do anything uh, before they can really do anything in the game, right? Well, well with Zilfin, I think uh, the two things I like about it, how it fits in my list. First of all, I play the, 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 the Rat Trap, Skaven Vortex. Yeah. Um, and I think that this spell only works if you play Zilfin because of that special move. Um, I think that the Odor Run 6 is also it's sneaky good um especially with arcanauts uh that can be awesome so i like the fact that you know it's you're more mobile and i think that in today's aos you win games by being mobile uh i still i can still roll a flank you know with gun haulers with frigates uh yeah. with sky wardens with riggers you can still you know roll a flank redeploy but that's that little move uh, with a gun hauler with uh, characters in it, uh, I call it my my little Quinjet. Um, yeah, these guys I can just you know pop in, drop the vortex, then move again, uh, fire, charge, whatever. Because uh, one thing that I really like is the uh, the headfall with the gun haulers. So I drop mm -hmm. it night away, then I can just move on the other flank. Uh, and just leave the vortex in a place where okay, you're gonna, you know, do some mortal wounds, and I'm gonna go way out of that. So I, I think that's why I like Zilfin so much. That's the only skyport that you can really place that endless spell uh, where you really want to, especially with the vortex. But yeah. you know, it's it's you know, as Lee said, it's it, it, it depends on your of your your play style. You know, um, I'm more of a move around, jump around chip in, you know, I have some, some wardens, some, some riggers to shoot, charge, capture objectives. So that's, that's the way I play. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the, the, the Warp Lightning Vortex, if you can get it off onto their army, turn one, it's going to hit everything in their army twice. Yeah. Which exactly. is nuts. Right now, I've, I think I've played, I would say, six, seven games with uh, the Warp Lightning Vortex. And, you know, except for today, I, I played a game today against Zinch where he knew I had the Vortex and he deployed, like, accordingly. I only did, like, 15 mortal wounds. But the my previous games, it's always between 25 and 35 mortal wounds. Every single game. You mean that's only the whole game, yes? Not in the first Yeah, and that's, round. <laughs> that's usually because I played against Zinch, like, four times out of those games. And you know his Lord of Changes eats that spell, but uh, when the my my opponent didn't have like a 
lot of wizards. Uh, it's stayed active for two, three turns. Uh, it's just insane. It's just insane. Well, even if they have lots of wizards, if say if you play Halahar and they if they put them all together, and you can put them all inside that vortex, uh, the go. time you then do some shooting, they won't have any wizards anyway. No, <laughs> um, no, they so. won't. The, the way the vortex, the way I use it, I know it's always, but most often I use it to to snipe heroes, like mm -hmm. those five or six yep. heroes. That's the best use. It'll, it'll do two d three damage to them. So yeah, and you get the, that that lucky d six sometimes as well. Yeah, but you know, sniping those heroes. I played a game last Thursday against Sylvaneth. Uh, I killed like the new heroes from the the. The Lunker's box. Uh, I got lucky, rolled a six, so D6 mortal wounds, and I put four wounds on his branch witch. So that's two heroes that are almost dead. So I can now put like carbine shots uh, on the branch witch to try and kill it and focus elsewhere. So that's that's a sneaky way of using the vortex as well, just to chip wounds out of those heroes um, and you know snipe those those characters that can be hard to get sometimes. Yeah, and. It because we're a shooting army, um, that that's just makes it so much. Uh, because obviously, if we were going to be shooting those heroes instead, we'd be at minus one to hit. There you go. Likely, so, so any extra wounds you can put on them before you start shooting them mm -hmm. means that you don't have to invest so much shooting into them. It's really good. What? Uh, yeah, I just realised you mentioned the D six damage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I play obviously didn't read the war scroll very well because i didn't didn't spot that the first time the first few times i played with that and so yeah that's a big difference if you get that unmodified six i had yeah, noticed exactly that. oh yeah and it's it, just gonna roll like four or five times because if you place it appropriately you're gonna hit four or five units easy so now it's about 10 dice so you're gonna get a few sixes out of those hmm yeah. It's just such a powerful spell, really. It's why it's a it hundred points, but yeah, yeah. The the tricky thing is placing it, yeah, because you've got to place it right. Um, uh, yeah, and I've, I've, yeah, I, I think you've got to be very careful the, the, the way you place it, um, because if you place it wrong, you can't you can't move it, you can't dispel it and 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 cast it again. So you've got to you've got to get really think about where you're going to put that. Yeah. But the I'm thing tired. is, you know, you have to use a 90-point chemist, an 100-point spell, that's 190, and you're going to get two shots guaranteed to do at least D3 mortal wounds, even D6 if you're lucky, to so many units. You know, that's uh, every game, because I, I try to build lists without the, 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 the vortex in it, and every time I try a different list, I see what, what else in the army can do 20-plus mortal wounds in the course of a game. Mm. And the answer is nothing. There, there's nothing for 190 points that can, well, not guarantee, but that it can do re reliably a lot of mortal wounds like that. There's nothing in the book. Yeah. So I think that's so... Right now, before it's, it's FAQ'd to work only once when you cast it, uh, I think right now the vortex is, to me, is a no-brainer. But do you think you they'll get that no Because well, I think they, it, do that, they would have done that by now, wouldn't they? 
I don't know. I mean, it, it already was a fake cube uh, yeah. because the range was formerly 26 inches. Yeah. Now it's down to 13. Because, and I think that the thought process was that, well, 26, you can cast it from your deployment zone. With yeah. 13, well, you, now you have to secure leap your, your wizard, your greaser, and then cast a vortex. But, uh, you know, it's, it's not that much of a drawback to me. And actually, because of the Zilfin move, we now cast that spell way better than Skaven, mm. which is awesome, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. Uh, it so, does put all endless spells in this weird position where they could end up being like another faction's endless spell could end up getting nerfed because of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the thing that, that I really like is that from now on, every endless spell that will get released. You know, we can have it. We crack at it. Exactly. That's awesome. Uh, well, like, like I was saying yesterday, uh, well, like Gary really was saying yesterday, um, what if um, Seraphon get an endless spell that spawn, that's like a spawning pool and spawns Seraphon for you? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a nice one. I don't know. That'd be cool. Uh, wow. Uh, get like free Seraphon on the board every turn. <laughs> free skinks yeah wow but, yeah that'll uh, be interesting yeah especially if they, if they keep their retreat from combat so we have ship street oh, from combat and, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it, even if if the end of spell will allow us to you know summon skinks period mm. i think it would yeah. take it probably As, yeah because of our bodies issue yeah and just something that gives you free bodies during the game yeah just yeah, cheap disposable great. units that'll be that'll be something to think about that's for sure. That's for sure. Then think about it. Wow, free skinks. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I guess you're saying you're, you consider a chemist a must-take. Um, uh, I, I think if you, if you play Zelfin, I think you have to. I mean, that, that free move to me just seems built for the chemist and the vortex. I mean, it's just a match made in heaven. You know, you, you be, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I tried to build lists without that vortex and that chemist. Mm -hmm. And every single time I'm saying, well, okay, well, that is, you know, it looks pretty good, but it's not the vortex. Yeah. So to me, that is, it's just, it's just mandatory. It definitely Free vortex. It. Yeah. That's why I, I think that, you know, take away that item, take away the spell in the bottle, and I think Urbaz is our best Kyport. Mm. You know, and I don't think it's even close, to be honest. But that little move with the spell in the bottle, with the Vortex, I think it's, it, it puts Zilfin just over the top for me. Just over the top. Yeah. Ah, I would have... <laughs> mm. I, I, I got a... <laughs> I'm still still thinking about what I'm actually taking the CanCon, and I mm -hmm. still don't really know. The, yeah. the next like, CanCon. I'll oh not not oh, CanCon sorry SAGT. Okay. Right. SAGT is the, is the next big tournament for me, and I don't know what I'm taking, mm -hmm. and Zilfin's definitely up there. Okay. It's like a drug, man. <laughs> once yeah. once you do it, once you get Zilfin, you never go back. Oh <laughs> yeah! Oh yeah! Once you get a taste that's, of that, that's a weird <laughs> I mean, I'm once just... you when, once you, when, once you see 
the face of your opponent when you drop that vortex and he just removes models. You say, wow, man, that's just <laughs> awesome. That's just great. So that's, try it. That's Grant. what it's like it. to be. That's what it's like to be <laughs> KO. Like, what yeah. lightning vortex? Not even once, kids. <laughs> nope. I oh, know that's it's just too good to pass up to me. But I, I truly get what you mean with your editor goal. I, I I've listened to the the previous two editor casts when you talked about your list for KenCon and uh, when you reviewed uh, the, the the battle tome. You know, I totally agree with you that the Ethergold uh, share thing with, with Urbaz is awesome. It's great. It's a great mechanic. I think it's one of our strong suit. But that Vortex, man, it's just... Ah, the damage is too yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so you're, you're never tempted by any, uh, any cheaper in the spells then? Just to um, get to a point where you get in your list and you think, oh, if I just had a cheaper endless spell, I could fit this in. No, the thing is, uh, you know, the way I build my list, if I remove those 100 points uh, and I put in like a cheaper endless spell, it, it doesn't do much more for me. I mean, yeah, I could put in the Geminids, which is mm. a great spell. I could put in the, the Wildfire Taurus from the Beast of Chaos. It's a great endless yeah. spell. Uh, I even thought about, because there's a strong Zinch meta where I'm from, yeah. So I, I thought about the the, the rifts, the, the warper from chaos right. that does more mortal wounds as you have wizards. Uh, I thought about that, but uh, and I know Kron used the realmscape uh, rupture. Rupture, yeah, to just to yeah. slow him down. Yeah, which is you know nice. I think it's you know it's got potentials, just like shackles maybe. But then again, it, it's not twenty something odd mortal wounds, mm. and. No, it doesn't. And you know, even just some armies preventing runs, you know, can be can be disruptive enough as far as movement. Um, and no flying can also be something that's interesting. I mean, yeah, although weirdly enough, we even though if 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 someone stops our ships from being able to fly, we can still fly high. <laughs> yes, I'll leave. Yeah. I don't know how they 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 toss it. <laughs> Ever go tossed me. <laughs> there you go. So I, yeah, I, I've tried. I, I've been list building for really the past month. Uh, mm -hmm. I was lucky enough to have a, a access to the book earlier than usual, and yeah. uh, so I've been list building. And it's right now where I'm at right now. It's it's just too hard to pass up. And I, I've tried like to to include a vortex in a non-Zilfin list. I've tried Urbaz like crazy. I really like that Skyport as well, but uh, I, I just it's the the uh, delivery system of of Zilfin is just too great. Where you can put the vortex in the enemy, and, and something that is not always understood is that it's such. I, I if you listen to the past podcast where I, where I was on uh, a few months ago. Uh, I, I like going second. I think mm -hmm. KO is not an oh, army yeah. that can withstand a double turn. I think that's a must. Well, and we used to be able to do that reliably because we had a, we had few drops. Even though we didn't have a battalion, we had few drops because of the shifting. Now it's not the same case. My army is six to seven drops right now. So it's no guarantee I'm going to get to choose if I go first or second. But I find that my opponents, because of the vortex, because of the hero phase move, uh, they want to go first. They want to, ch if they, if you have the option, they want to go first because they want to 
be able to move a bit to to prevent me from dropping that vortex where I want to. And that's something that can be interesting for us as well. So we have that power, even though um, we have more drops, We I won't get to choose uh, as often as I'd like if I go first or second because of that vortex and that Zilfin move. Uh, it's something that my opponent really has, uh, really has to think about. Just in any skyport, just to fly high, just basically means in any in any skyport you can just deploy in the corner, and regardless of yeah. whether you have the choice of going first or not, you can devastate a flank if they make you go first, and if That's they go true. first, they probably can't get to you. I mean, the some armies it can. Yeah, uh, but add add to that a vortex in your mm -hmm. deployment zone, turn one. Yeah, because you there, there is no other skyport. There's no other ability that allows you, uh, for sure, to mm. do that. You can yeah. you can use the Mornar move or the Admiral's uh, command trait, but then you have to make the move before you decide who you goes first. So if you know, goes first with those ones. Yeah, you, you have to outdrop. With Mornar, you mu you have to go be able to go first. Otherwise, it's 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 not going to work. Exactly, and with six or seven drops, which kind of is, is the norm right now. Uh, in our list, uh, there is no guarantee over a five or a six game event uh, that you're going to have that pick every single game. So if you don't have that pick, do you want to risk it? Do you want to risk your, your gun hauler or your frigate, whatever you want to deploy your, your chemist in? Do you want to risk that? And I think if I play against someone who doesn't get a pick, who goes first, he drops that ship, I'm going to take first. I'm going to kill off that chemist, that boat. And be sure that you won't be able to drop that vortex. Yeah. So, so because of that, I think that Zilfin here is is the key thing, because you're pretty much guaranteed you can you know deploy in the corner still, and and protect that gun hauler, and you can withstand a first turn, but then you, you force your opponent. Okay, do I want to go first and potentially have him double turn me, but I get a chance to maybe you know make it harder for him to drop that vortex. Or do I want to go second and I'm going to hit that, eat, uh, that, that, that vortex for at least a turn where mm -hmm. he wants to put it? So I think that's just a legitimate issue for our opponents now. The vortex, yeah. Um, I, I, I just found that I, I did enough damage at CanCon basically that I didn't find I needed the vortex. Um, okay. Need, I didn't need even more damage. Uh, mm -hmm. Um, because with, with with the amount of ether share, you, with basically a vulnerable saved ironclad is going to survive practically everything. Um, yeah. tw twenty thunders with vulnerable four up saves is going to um survive practically anything, and thunders with on the ground hitting on threes, rerolling ones, and then wounding on fours with full rerolls, mm -hmm. uh, kills pink horror squads. In one yeah. turn, yeah. So I you agree. can you can really just castle up in the opponent's deployment zone on one objective just to keep a, keep a little bit of points, um, and just <coughs> through the entire army, um, using this ironclad thunder combo, just sh slowly shoot through the entire army and then take objectives. So the four games that I won at CanCon. I tabled my opponent every single game. Mm -hmm. 
because yeah, I, Ironclad and Thunders. You you like your Vortex? I like my my, my Ironclad and Thunders because they just do so much damage. Yeah, and it, it's, it's you know you know, you know what what's good about that is it's we we use two very different builds, two very different skyports, and we're still really happy about it. You know we yeah. with with the old book, there was one maybe two builds. You know that was pretty Clown much decent gun line basically. Yeah, now there are so many options. Even though we don't have that many war scrolls to begin with, we have so many options, and that's that's the sign of a, of a great book. To be honest, great internal balance. Yeah, and didn't actually have an like it had an FAQ, but it didn't actually have an errata. Yeah, exactly. Um, they didn't have to change anything. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was just like, like they they ch- had to change a lot with Zench because our book just it's balanced. It's nice. Yeah, it's a it's fun. It's, it's good fun. For the it's game. balanced. It's competitive. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I agree, Kron. Uh, I think it's funny because a little while ago you you went through the uh, the other end of spells and I think you pretty much in the space of about five seconds just listed all the top picks for spelling the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just that right now. I mean, there's I, I don't think there's there's a competition. I mean, those three or four endless spells they're just the most obvious ones because a lot of them are are faction dependent. Yeah. Like the new uh, the new Bone Reaper ones uh, are are really or the Silvernet ones they give they, they they give you buffs to specific keywords which we don't have. Oh, the Bone Reaper one is actually all right. Uh, at least the the Bone the Predator. Yeah, that's, um, that's the one. That yeah. that binds itself to your chemist. It binds itself to the caster, which means only you can control it, and yeah. it'll run around the the field doing D six mortal wounds to everything. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, so the predators and uh, a pick that I would actually do. It, it just doesn't work against bone reapers. So, mm-hmm. considering how many millions of bone reapers there are, I'm not sure how useful it is. Oh, I'm sorry. Millions of Petrifex Elite players. Yes. That we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a big bone reaper bandwagon. Uh, oh yeah. So something something I'm that so doesn't surprised. work against them is not not great, really, is it? <laughs> You don't really want to, especially when they're, they're a very strong army. You don't really want to then have one of your your best tools not work against them. Exactly. Yeah. And the vortex really likes bone reapers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does the vortex kill Skaven as well? Yes. Really well, to be honest. Uh, I've played it, and you know that's the, the the first time I used the vortex. It was against Skaven. I can't tell you how happy I was to throw vortex. At a Skaven player, it was so rewarding. Ironically, yeah. my first game was against Skaven as well. Okay, <laughs> and I yeah, Vortex on some on some Plague Monks. <laughs> Did it feel good? Yes, because I also put I also put an Everblaze Common Comet there as well. Oh, poor thing! <laughs> they took lots of more wounds. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, that's great. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so. What what are you not putting in lists? What what do you well, don't put in- say? No, that's a miss for me. Okay, um, I think that in the new book, everything 
as its place. Um, when I build a list, I, I, I think about what do I need? And um, ironically enough, even though we have more balance options than we ever had, I still need a good 20 Arconauts in every list uh, because of screening. That's, yeah. to me, it, it's, it's mandatory. Uh, screening or you die so to, to feck, basically. Yeah, exactly. Or, uh, you know, screening to, uh, against Changos, for example. I played three or four games against Changos uh, with the new book. And uh, just, just that screen prevents his units from locking up my valuable units or uh, shooting at them. Uh, against Iron Jaws, you need that. Against Ogres, you need that. You always need a screen. If you want to use a competitive list, you need a screen. Because sooner or later, you're going to run across someone that can alpha strike you. And that 20 Arconaut screen unit will, or units, uh, because I, put, I, yeah, I play two units of 10, um, that is what is going to save you. Uh, so when you build a list, I, I, I always start with those, those Arconauts. Even though they pretty much don't do anything else right now, they just, they just exist, which is plenty enough for me. Uh, I always put, you know, two times ten Arconauts in every list. After that, I I think the sneaky MVP of our new book are the gun haulers. Uh, I think they are at, at the 150 points. I think they're really cheap for what they can do. Uh, they can pack finally a decent punch with oh, yeah. a, a, a shrapnel cannon, which is awesome. Um, they can move hitchers, which is great. And even with the, the, the Coldbeard's uh, collapsible compartment, they can you know, bring a five-man Thunder unit or they can bring a few characters. Um, you know, I, I've tried um, a, a, a three, three chemists on a collapsible compartment gun hauler. <laughs> three chemists, wow, okay. Yeah, while well, 9d6 shots can be pretty good. Yeah. So, so I, I just I, I use again uh, I use the Zilfin move, drop the vortex, and now I'm free to move with the gun hauler, and then I'm free to fire uh, 96 shots at units. And even I, if I use the a head full special rule for uh, the gun hauler, it's a 27 inch threat range. Once I drop the vortex, so I can snipe characters. I and that minus two rend. Uh, is nothing to sneeze at. Uh, and one chemist hits on a 3+, plus because of the uh, staff of Ocular Optimization. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that can be something that's interesting. Uh, but usually I run, I run one chemist. Um, after that, I think... So, for me, I run the uh, the Escort Wing. I know that the... Uh, Iron Sky Command, is that, is that its name? Yeah, the Iron, the, the Iron Sky Command is, yeah. is very popular. Yeah. But no... I'm with you. I, I like I like my escort wing. Give yeah. you those free legal ones to hit. Exactly. That's awesome. Um, so I run escort wing. So that, and I'm a frigate guy. So I run a frigate. I run two gun holders. Uh, I run a ten man thunder unit, uh, and then it's uh, it's balloon boys. I got eighteen balloon boys. Um, so right now because I'm. I don't have like shooty riggers, so I'm playing with Skywardens instead, uh, which you know 
drops, my number of drops. Um, but I do have six riggers and 12 uh, Sky Wardens right now. So once I'm going to build my new uh, shooty riggers, I'll probably use more riggers than Sky Wardens, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. So I, to get back to Lee's original question, I think the two, two things I wish I could put in, but I'm not putting in, uh, it's the Engine Master uh, with dirigible suit. Uh, it, it's just... I've tried to fit him in, and he's just too expensive for me. It was often, well, do I want to, you know, remove the screen, or screen or no, or screen or no screen? Ooh. So I couldn't afford both. But phosphate ones. Yeah, I know, I know, so good. I know, I know. But then again, if I do that uh, in the Zilfin list, it's either that or the vortex. Mm. So is he, or you have to then have your chemist be the general collector yeah you end up going oh, well, yeah, so it, well, right now my my setup i run a two-year list yeah. uh i i tried a list with uh and i tried it just the game today i tried a uh, three hero list with with collector uh mm -hmm. so i had chemist collector with uh spend the bottle i had an engine master with uh harness with the staff and mm -hmm. i had uh navigator with the void stone, void stone orb, I think mm -hmm. it's called the the out of the spell one. But my main list is I run an engine master on foot, with the command trait that gives him plus two shots to his eye of grudgeny, mm -hmm. and the staff. So it's on two plus wounds on two plus minus one ran d three damage on three attacks. So yes. not too shabby. Uh, so, so are you putting him in in the gun hauler? Exactly. So he so the nine inch range doesn't matter. It's because, not an issue because exactly. you're you're flying high the ship in the hero phase and then you're moving it afterwards normally. Exactly, with the chemist as well. So it's a it's a it's, it's sneaky good firepower. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With the cannon on the gun hauler plus the vortex plus uh, the atomizer plus the eye of Gunjni. Uh, it, it can do significant damage yeah. to an unsuspecting opponent, I would uh, say. The funny thing is, he, he's a combat hero, really, but you're actually yeah. turning him into a shooting hero with, with those Yeah, and, and as well, I, I often charge with that gun order as well, just to bring him closer. And I have, a, you know, I have, I have good luck with him. A lot of mortal wounds with his hammer. So, uh, so the... So, yeah. On four up, these three mortal wounds with the gun hauler plus his three attacks. You know, it's it, 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 that little gun hauler and his heroes uh, can finish up a few units. You know, it's so far it's, it's been working great for me. Yeah, at the end, it's something easy to overlook, but the Andrew Master uh, with harness is if you an unmodified six uh, in melee is uh, flat three mortal wounds, straight up three mortal wounds. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's better than Brock. Uh, Brock, because Brock has a, the same harness, but he does D three mortal wounds. This pipe yeah. here had a lot more points. Yeah, yeah. and Spe I think speaking of units you don't take in this new book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And so, and so the dirigible suit, I I want to play him. Actually, I wrote a, an Urbaz list, uh, and he's in it. But uh, in any Zilfin list. Uh, Unfortunately, I, I cannot find points for him. And the other unit I, w I wish I could play 
is ironclad because it's mm-hmm. awesome it's just a bit too pricey for me i i like to have more uh more models on the table more wardens more 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 riggers for board control for and to me every list i've tried with the ironclad was a bit lacking for me for for my taste mm-hmm. but i know i, I really like cron's list you, it's, it's just you, not my kind of list you gotta try it just just take the ironclad give it to me old see what it does Can yeah it I've, I've tried it yeah i've tried it but uh man I, i'm telling you it's, the rat trap is a drug just like your ironclad and your and your thunder thing is a, is a drug for you as well it's just a thousand point drug so it's eh, yeah. i don't like that I mean, the thing is once, once you start making some decisions in your list Mm-hmm. That obviously then pushes you down so other certain routes because um, I think you can make a stronger case for the flying engine master if you do have an ironclad because of the free the flat free uh, wounds healing um, totally but you 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 will end up pushing yourself down down this route where you have very few bodies yeah and, and I, I've tried uh, the Zilfin list with uh the dirigible suit, the vortex, and the ironclad, mm-hmm. and it it was pretty cool. But it, it set me back like a gun hauler. It set me back uh, riggers, mm-hmm. and I I still had uh, I, I played the uh, the sky command. Mm-hmm. I tried this battalion. I really liked the game. I really liked the list, and I'm not. I, I know these are great models, uh, yes. but you know, for me, it's just. It's not my play style, but I, I would totally agree. I totally understand uh, if someone wants to play those models because they are great. And personally, I like the the, the bomblets on the uh, the dirigible suit guy. Oh, but yes. I I kind of and I I, I want to try and my urbazes that I built. Uh, that's what I'm going to run. I'm going to try it pretty soon. It's the uh, ethereal amulet with the uh, the plus two wound things. So ten mm-hmm. wounds, three up on on rendable. With with some rerolls in there as well, if you need them. <laughs> yeah, and in an Urbaz build, I can put like more more shares to that guy. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. that that's something I want to try for sure. It's it's a nice combo, I think. It would be really hard to shift. Um, so yeah, I think there there's something to that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. We get getting a bit of a, an idea of of the sort of list you're taking. So you're taking the escort wing, mm-hmm. and uh, we know a couple of heroes you're taking, uh, and so you've got what uh, three units of of six sky riggers? Yeah, exactly. Uh, right now, I'm I'm running what I have, and I'm running some tests. Um, right now, I'm running uh, three six man units. One one of six. Um, Engine riggers with saws and rivet guns. Mm-hmm. I'm running a six-man shooty squad uh, of wardens with two volley guns and two drill cannons. And I'm running. I'm that's something I'm trying right now. Uh, it's a close combat warden unit in the Zilton list. I know Eresy, but uh, it's five sky pikes and one sky hook. And so far, the tests have not been great, to be honest. Um, uh, with with it, uh, sky wardens. Yeah, yeah, like combat yeah. wardens. 
Yeah, I, I, I want to have them work because I really like those models. Uh, that Those are the guys I use with my uh, my uh, Zilfin gun hauler thing in the hero phase because the, now their, their pistols are in range. Uh, I can have them charge. And since yes. they're wardens in the escort wing, they get to roll ones against the target I want to shoot. So far, not so great, to be honest. I, I'm... More and more, I'm inclined to swap them with six more riggers with saws, and that's it. The, the, the riggers just do the same thing, but yeah, better. I know. And yeah. then they I know. can heal ships as well. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Everything is for the riggers, and I know that. I just, I wish I could make them work, but I can't. I feel like powerless. Poor Sky Wardens. If, if they were the, the maybe. If they were cheaper, or riggers were more expensive, or if the, the only I, I think it would not be too far of a, of a reach to have them hit on a three up the, in close combat, yeah. with, with with their pikes. I think just that it's that four. I, I charge. Mm -hmm. I, I played a game today. Uh, I charge a unit of ours, and with those eleven attacks. I hit like three times, wounded once. I did two wounds. I killed two hours with a melee unit. You know, yep. I, I felt so powerless. I mean, just though it, it's those fours, fours to hit is just a killer. So mm. you know, if if it was threes and threes, which is not to me like all that amazing. Mm. I think it would be pretty good. The only thing that prevents me from swapping those wardens with, with, with riggers right away is it's it's one more drop for me. Because they're part of the escort wing, mm -hmm. they get that rolling ones to hit in melee in, in shooting, plus it's not a drop more. But uh yeah. I don't know. No. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really they're are they're underwhelming. Yeah. Very. I mean, uh, they're, they're all right in Zon. Yeah. But that's also Zon. <laughs> yeah. You, you build your old skyport around that to have like riggers hit like, uh, to have wardens hit like riggers with an extra attack. Yeah. You build your whole skyport for that. I said it before. Wh why, why are you making. You shouldn't be spending all this effort, effort to make an average unit good. When you could yeah. be making a good unit better. Exactly, I agree totally, hundred percent. So I don't know. That's that's the one part of my list that I'm you know playing around. I I'm probably gonna swap to riggers pretty soon uh, because I think they're just better in every sense, in every way. It's just I I'm gonna go from six to seven drops. That's pretty much it. I might even even go all riggers. Like I'm gonna have two combat rigger units, and I'm gonna have that shooting rigger unit with the extra gun hauler that stays a bit more behind. Um, so I think I think all all riggers for me will probably be the norm once I get those six extra models painted up and yeah. built. So. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I I'd still need to get a rat trap painted up because. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, the first thing I actually tried to do was put that uh, the Slanesh spell in, but that didn't work at all. Yeah, the the mirror. Yeah. Say, like, ooh, oh. thirty six mortal wounds. 
Oh, six sixes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Easy. Yeah. I'll get that every second game, right? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> of course. And the thing that is awesome of the rat trap as well, it takes a nine to dispel in other yeah. terms. So that's something to, to think about as well. Yep. Rat yeah. trap, rat trap, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah. nice. And it's cheaper. Yeah. The rat trap is 100 points. Mm. And worth every single one of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it's hard to. It's kind of hard to look past it, really. I got some. I got yeah. some neat, neat conversion ideas for the rat trap. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I think I'm gonna work on that too, because you know I'm converted, converted yeah. rat trap. Yeah, using like floating bombs. That would be so cool, right? Mm. I, yeah, I'm thinking cool. uh, about some sort of device on the on a base of the floor with the normal rat trap spell coming out of it mm -hmm. a, a bit like in like the ghostbusters thing where they suck the ghost in but it's like uh, yeah that trap out yeah. that sort of thing or or put like andrins like from the wardens or andrin riggers and mm. put like gunpowder bombs around it yeah that could be cool as well oh. i did, did see on facebook someone had done a really cool um shackles with okay. engines and they had kind of the shackles so yeah kind of similar to that really i guess would, would look pretty cool yeah could be interesting yeah yeah so the the list you're running then um are, are you fairly set on that now do you think that's you're going to something you're going to stick with for the yeah. yeah yeah i'm pretty sure uh i mean unless unless things change um yeah. for example if we get FAQ'd and uh, the Zilfin move doesn't work with Sky High or doesn't bring more uh, more balloon by uh, balloon guys. Mm -hmm. That could be something that's going to change my list. Other than that, uh, riggers instead of wardens, which is pretty much the obvious, but uh, I still want to try those. Um, that's pretty much what I'm planning to run. I, I really like how the list plays. Uh, every balloon unit uh fits with a ship uh everything has a place as a purpose in the list that's that's mm -hmm. something i like you know i like to, when, when i build a list i like to okay well this unit that's its purpose mm -hmm. that's what it should be doing and if i find a unit that doesn't have a purpose well okay so what else can i put in and i think that every single model in that list fits a purpose and that's the thing i like the engine master i think is a, is a hidden gem to be honest with you uh, 100 points, uh, he can do mortal wounds in close combat. Uh, with three shots of his Eye of Grudgeny, it's nothing to sneeze at. The Chemist, with a spell in the bottle, his, his Atomizer, uh, Arconauts for a screen, Frigate, Thunderers, Mainstays, Gun Haulers, with the Riggers that they can move around. I, I think my list is pretty much set. I really like how it plays. So in, in terms of how it plays, uh, so just describe that for us. And so to start with, sure. how are you deploying it? Are you tucking stuff in a corner? Yeah, um, well, depends. Depends on the scenario. Depends on who I'm playing. But usually uh, I can I can bubble wrap like the whole army, the, the, the three ships, the 18 mm -hmm. balloon boys, as far back as I can. Mm -hmm. uh, really important to ask your opponent if you don't know his army, uh, oh, yeah. you know, ask for threat range, 
ask for teleports, ask for reserves. So what else? What else can reach me? You know, how yeah. can you reach me? And you just bubble wrap those guys with your Arcanaut screen. So that's how I play. Yeah. That's how I deploy. And usually on my first most things. Yeah, Tony Arcanauts, exactly. Yep. Uh, I find that it's enough, to be honest. Uh, I think if you use really like that the, the inch between both models, you can you know screen a rather large area, mm-hmm. uh, and that's usually enough. Uh, other than if if for example I would play like a gav bomb list, I would deploy in in a, in a corner and mm-hmm. use like a box deployment, like a ninety degree angle with Arcanauts mm-hmm. to make sure yeah. that he cannot break that screen, and then all the ships behind it. And I usually, pretty much like that all the time too. Okay, well, it's um, it's a really viable thing to do. Yeah, I also think it's 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 also really important to ask your opponent not just what can what can reach me, but what can buff you. So, yeah. what what's giving you the reroll saves? What's giving you uh, reroll wounds? That kind of thing. Yeah, you're totally right. I agree. Really important, and that's that's the part you want to attack first. Yeah, or other than that, what can debuff us? Uh, exactly. Things that are going to give us negatives to hit. Um, yeah, we're not so worried about things that make us fight last, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, yeah, debuffs to hit uh, are fairly bad. So y- you deploy fairly defensively. Exactly. And then... Unless, to- unless I know for sure um, I'm going to, you know play half first turn or second turn or if i know that he can't reach me mm-hmm. even though he's gonna play first then i can deploy a bit more aggressively but yeah. it's really opponent dependent yeah. but usually i want to be on the safe side of things and since we can all redeploy our whole army except for arcanauts uh rather quickly yeah. uh then it's, it's rather easy for me to deploy yeah. uh, after that i really try to find okay so where would the vortex do the most damage uh not always like is it's the the biggest threat i have but where can it do the most damage so is it for as many as possible like those cheap heroes they're gonna buff or debuff or cast spells Uh, if i can like kill one or two if i can do enough damage to weaken them so that's where i want to put that boat after that i'm gonna drop that boat Usually, I'm gonna use the, the full ahead move for the gun hauler to redeploy that uh, that gun hauler with the heroes to a weak spot where I can like kill those little heroes. Because the thing with the the engine master with the plus two shots and plus one to hit, it's just, it's still a two plus to hit. So mm-hmm. even if I want to snipe a hero, okay, it's gonna be a three up or maybe a four up if I'm really mm-hmm. unlucky. Well, if that hero is softened up because of the vortex, now I need one of those to go through. So yeah. it's it's easier for me. Um, after that, usually I'm gonna put those close combat wardens pretty soon riggers, so they can as well move, shoot their pistols, have an easy charge against soft units, maybe take an objective. Um, mm-hmm. Depends on the scenario, really. You know, if I want to mm-hmm. swarm an objective, I can do that. Yeah, uh, and then then the frigate will act as my main fire point uh, with the riggers as well. So they're going to be able to fire all their pistols because of the range. Thunderers, uh, 
frigate, so usually it's my main firing point. And I'm going to deploy the last gun hauler with the shooty wardens or riggers, uh, probably 18 away, mm-hmm. just to be in range for the shrapnel cannon and the range for drills and volley guns. Yeah. So that's pretty much how I set up. And I'm usually going to you know, overwhelm the flank first. And then, you know, once the opponent reacts, I'm going to, I can redeploy, move away, roll up the other flank. So it really depends on how he deploys, how he plays, what are the main threats. But the thing is with, with KOs is you have to identify what do you want, what do you want gone as quickly as possible. Yep. And you just swarm that. If you want, if you, if you spread your shots around, uh, you're not going to win. You have to focus uh, fire on things mm-hmm. you want to, you want you want you want you want that. So that's that's the main thing with chaos. Target and priority is very important. Yeah, exactly. And you have to choose. You have to. Uh, we have the ability now to do just that with with sky high. Yeah. And so I, allocating that firepower correctly is really crucial because you don't. It's the striking the right balance between hitting the 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 two or three or maybe even one key thing and making sure it's dead without overkilling it by a large amount because you don't want to waste half your shooting by making sure something's dead and and i guess that's where the more msu list is quite handy because you can just say well this unit's going to put all their shots into that and you don't have to worry about well i'm gonna do i have to split some of my shots which you might kind of have to do with an ironclad or 20 funders because you put 20 funders into a five wound hero yeah they're going to kill it yeah if you, you you're actually wasting three shots so you've got to you be very to, careful not to not to overkill you, you play around with that squad and see just how much damage it does and then uh know how much firepower you need to allocate to that five wound hero so usually if you put 10 carbines into a five wound hero it'll kill him mm-hmm. yeah so the other 10 which for me are special weapons but for you, and other people could have could still have the other more carbines those mm-hmm. other 10 carbines can go and fight some and shoot something else yeah it's really you know trial and error you have to you have to know what you can do and you have to compensate for like bad rolls or something mm-hmm. like that and that's that's where MSU for me, you know, is is more forgivable, um, because if you have a bad roll, well, it was still one part of your army, not your your main thing. Yeah. So, I mean, but it, it, if you don't worry about drops, um, if you if you're not super concerned about drops, MSU is just better because it gives you more sergeants, and sergeants come with extra attacks. Yeah, thunder sergeants have four carbine shots uh riggers have double attacks it's mm. yeah that's that's a good point so would mm. you ever consider because you're running three units of six the yeah. the riggers and would you consider going to six units of three yes if if i made the decision to go all riggers mm-hmm. uh instead of wardens for the yeah i would probably i i thought about it splitting like uh my units of, of three, uh, my two units of, uh, of six wardens into threes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought about it, and it was a good idea, to be honest. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's definitely something that if you don't worry about drops at all, mm-hmm. uh, yes, because now I'm, I'm in that zone, like that six, seven drop zone where I still have a shot at choosing who goes first. Mm-hmm. If I do, uh, if I do go to you know six units of three, it's now six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's like it's now eleven drops. Yeah. So I can just kiss priority goodbye. So I I know I'm not gonna have to choose. Whereas if I'm six or seven, I still get the pick once in a while. I don't know. For one extra attack, is it worth it? I don't know. I don't I think, think so. so. It one extra attack is double attacks. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. Units is on. Because <laughs> on on Arconauts, it makes no difference at all. No. I mean, you you got two units of ten because they're your battle line. Um, exactly. Something like Riggers, where you get that extra sore attack, uh, potentially. I, I um, guess. From a durability point of view, it, you know, someone can come in and do 20 wounds, but if it's to a uh, six unit, a six wound unit, mm. it really But it, it, it does back, help well, to so. mitigate damage as well, because now you can, you know, if you have a, if your opponent is a big unit of, you know, a, a big shooty unit. Well, he can't overkill more than three riggers, yeah. so it you know it can be something. I, I can see it as well with uh, with thunders, mm. but since I only run ten, I lose that other gold share by by doing two of fives. Oh yeah, well, thunders you kind of want in in t- in yeah. tens for in the tens at least. Yeah, well, I want that share with the wardens. They are it's not to three in the escort wing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, exactly. It's not to three. So you, uh, you could split one of them if you wanted, yeah. uh, without increasing your drops. Yeah, um, but I, I could, I could leave uh, like the the shooter unit as wardens, mm. and have it split. That was my initial thought as well. Um, but yeah, that could be something I'm, I'll do. But I'm not not sold on it yet. I'll. It's an extra I, pike attack. Yeah, it's with wardens. It doesn't tempt me so much. Yeah, yeah because with the sword, the sword is so powerful. Yeah, and it, it, it really it triggers, it doubles, it doubles your attacks. Yeah, but the thing is, if you split the squad, it's two charge rolls. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah that's, that's true. So you, you, you want to bring an extra saw attack, but if you fail one of the two charges, then you actually lose saw attacks. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's... Yeah. Again, it's more drops. I would probably do it in a Iron Sky Command. Like ah, yeah, he... when everything's one drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, I mean, it depends how you build your Iron Sky Command because, I, I mean, a lot of people are building that with the the new flying engine master as a general, and then they're they're pretty much taking three units of six riggers, and you only get three units in the battalion. So if you start so. you start splitting those units again, you're increasing your drop count, and you're taking you're taking your one or two drop list free if you want to garrison units. Um, you're taking that, and then you're turning it into a six drop. So yeah. And the thing is, if you have only three models and you want to storm objective, again, if you have two times <laughs> three, you miss a charge, then you lose half your models that would, mm-hmm. you know. See that objective, yeah. So, uh, I don't know, it's a double um, whammy, yeah, because you're getting less models on and you're gonna k- 
kill less with your attacks as well. Exactly, exactly. Otherwise. So I don't know. I'm I'm not not sold on that. Maybe with you know shooty wardens, I might do it. But uh, to be honest, for me, it's not worth like one extra attack, even though it's a really good attack. I don't think it's worth. To be honest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I just FYI. I'm gonna have to go in about ten minutes, guys. Uh, All right. Well, uh, we pretty much right. most things anyway, haven't we? Okay. Cool. Uh, I think. Um, just uh, what? How many points does your list come up to in total? It's a flat two thousand. Uh, okay. So no extra triumph or stuff no. like that. No. I I no. I could like uh, I could swap the engine master for a second chemist, mm. save ten points, and I have I have the. Uh, the next chemist have the the staff for plus one to hit. Mm-hmm. I've tried that; it's pretty good. But I like the the Android master's ability to heal the ship and to dish out a few extra damage in, in melee as well. Yeah, just yeah. give the ship more of a combat um, threat as well, because he just sits inside and just smacks him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's that's the thing I like. So to yeah. me, it's not worth it. And with nineteen ninety, you're not that guaranteed a triumph. No. So, and they, yeah. hey, 1980 if, or 1970, really. If any army yeah. doesn't need a triumph, it's us because we have oh, yeah. all of them. Exactly. Exactly. It's, so, it's, yeah, it's, I'm not building my list around that at all. It's one of those weird things that because we suddenly got this ability with triumphs, I'm extra, like, extra acutely aware of triumphs. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, if and you our do, opponents now are acutely aware of our triumphs yeah. as well now. If you do get it, it the, the nice interaction with the way a normal triumph works and mm-hmm. the A for gold is that you can use it in the same phase. You can. Um, but it, it's also really annoying if you if you build a list that's 1960 or 1970 and then you don't get a triumph. Yeah. And actually, you... I've, I've built a list that was at 1950 mm-hmm. and I really thought about not buying the extra command point just to be almost sure to have the triumph to me yeah. like a triumph in that list is worth more than extra command point yeah but you know yeah it's, it's something to think about now, well, it's, it's one of those things where it's nice if you build a list and it comes out and it's like 1970 or 1980 yeah yeah. But I don't think you want to be considering it when you when you're writing that list and I really want no, to No, I I'm not I'm not no. shooting for that at all. No, that's that's just a thing that hap- that just happens to happen if it if it if it, it if happens. it's there. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So um so you're practicing with the with with your arm at the moment. Yeah. What what is all this practice for? When when have you next got a, a big tournament? Well, the thing is, uh, I'm actually like a, a, a big TO in, in yep. Quebec, so I don't get to play in that many big events because mm-hmm. the, the biggest one uh, is the one I'm organizing. So, yes. And I'm not playing, obviously, oh, yeah. in it. Yeah, uh, it's, it, it's small compared to CanCon or to whatever events you have in, in the UK. But, uh, but for us, we're going to have a 64-player event in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for us, it's, it's the biggest one in Canada, actually. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm going to be playing like at small one day events. I do run a league. I uh, I played in the the province of Quebec, which is the province I'm from, um, and then in that league, which is like a year long uh, league, and there is a top eight event uh, at the end of December, 
yeah. and I, I, I've won that this year with my KO list that I took to CCBB as well in Ottawa. Uh, so it was a big year for my uh, KOs. I won CCBB, which at the time was the biggest one in Canada. Then mm -hmm. I won the, the, the Quebec League uh, with my, my overlords. So um, right now, I'm, I don't plan on attending any major events. Uh, I'm currently, I'm the uh, Canada's ETC captain. So we're yep. planning oh, wow. to go to Luxembourg yeah, in August. So we're, we're gunning for that. Our team is ready. We, had, uh, we have six players, a few alternates as well. Uh, yeah. We're doing some practice games, so they'll be our biggest one. And since I have a young family, it's not, you know, I, I could make it to Adepticon, to the boys, to uh, LVO. I could make it to those events, mm -hmm. but with a, a, a young family, like I got like, two kids, two and seven, it's not the best of time to uh, live into my wife for a whole week or something like that. Yeah, no, that's I I, I can hear that. Yeah. yeah. So, but in, in, in a few years, for sure, I'll be going to those events. Yeah, but for the next year or so, I'm 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 gunning for the ETC, and that's pretty much gonna be it, to be honest. Yeah. And I, I like to organize events as well. I really like that. Yeah. So even even more than I have to play, I, I think so. Uh, yeah, that's like sixty. Yeah, to have sixty-four players, really have fun, and you well, that's because of me. That's really, really, really humbling, yeah. and that's really fun as well. So, okay. uh, so. Uh, when is ETC? Uh, uh, I think it's August. I think the yeah. team event is August 8 to 10 in Luxembourg. And there's the singles event two days before that. Yeah. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's 8 to 10. Yeah. Something so, like that. Uh, you, are you just in the teams or are you going in the singles as well? No, this year is going to be only teams. Yeah. Only teams. For me. Yeah. I know a few of our players will get to play in the, the singles event. But I'll be playing only in the teams event. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll use the the extra time for family vacation. <laughs> we're, we're probably gonna nice. go to Scotland first, and then we're gonna go to Luxembourg for yeah. the event, and that's gonna be it. Mm -hmm. um, All right. Well, thanks, yeah. thanks for coming on and talking with us about about how how you see KO. Hi, right, it's been it's, awesome. It's always, it's always really good to have like a, a, a another point of view. Um, yeah, I think. Great because it's been is is it's been very different to what what I've been hearing from a lot of KO players. Um, mm. uh, different to what Kron's been thinking about. Different to what I've been looking at. Uh, different to what uh, like I, I don't know if you watched Fashion Focus on ARS Coach yesterday with, yep. with uh, Kron and, and Gary Percival, but very different from uh, what Gary's been looking at as well. Um, and the fact that three very good tournament players that have had success that are looking at very different or different very very different because you know gary's also looking at the at the uh the warp lightning vortex obviously uh as he should the fact that you're you're building significantly different lists is encouraging yeah because you oh, and gary's lists are definitely very different yeah um he's also zilfin but he's mm. also tries to take that ironclad Mm. Yeah. And the engine master with the the, the the only real same thing is is the the chemist with the spell in the bottle, the spell, and then the the three units of Bad six. Yeah. Everything else then is different. So pretty much half yeah. the list. Yeah, it's it's really cool. We're 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 figuring out we're still we're still figuring out what 
is actually the best um well the the the, the best way to run this book and there might and not I think be there's more than way. one yeah. yeah and there's more than one which is a breath of fresh air yeah to be honest yeah. hey thanks for having me guys it's been awesome uh we should take a, we should do this again sometime yeah uh if you're interested i really like coming on the shows and talking chaos i really like that you guys are great as well uh it's been fun to uh, you know follow uh follow cron a bit at KenCon. um so that's uh thanks awesome guys great uh, it's been great having you on as well and yeah Thank if you. we can get you on again then uh we can sure. work out timings and that then i'm sure we'd love to have you because uh you offer some yeah great insights and was good uh different insights as well because if not you just we I love that thing over and over again <laughs> i thank you guys yeah thank you very much yeah thanks to you um, thank you to uh everyone that's been uh listening and uh i'm sorry we haven't really looked in the chat much but uh there, there'll be other times for that so but okay but thank you everyone all right see you guys see, see ya, ya.